Hey y'all, I'm Taylor DeHayes. I'm obsessed with all things business and fitness. I left my career as a TV reporter, followed my dreams, and created a multiple six-figure online coaching business in just one year. Now I'm sharing my strategy with you. Oh, and we'll keep it real, discussing mindset, money, and hardship to help you build the life of your dreams. So grab a cup of coffee and get cozy. Again, welcome to the Taylor Living Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. What's up, guys? So productivity, man, this is one topic that clients and I spend so much time talking about. But before I dive in, I just want to say that, you know, kind of where I'm at in my business right now. So I we, we all know that I have not been a coach for my entire life, right? Like I was a TV reporter. We know this. And I'm kind of going to talk a little bit about how my productivity changed going from being in a corporate job to running my own business. But I have scaled my business. I am not even at two years yet. I'm, I'm almost technically at two years officially. But my first year in business, I made a little over six figures. And then my second year in business, we're on track to make half a million. And that does not happen without specific productivity guidelines, tools, right? Because we're not running a business held together with duct tape. So if you're somebody that's struggling to land more clients, feel more productive, you're getting to the end of your week and you're thinking, did I even accomplish anything? I'm going to encourage you to go over your systems and kind of revamp them. When I was in a corporate job, and maybe some of you guys are listening to this and you're kind of in that transition period where you're going from a normal job, normal job, <laughs> to you know online coaching, you have a day because that's that's just how it is. Like you have to do things at certain times, right? So for me, it was like, you know, you had to be at work at this time. We had our first meeting at this time. I had to do X, Y, and Z by this time. So when I was off work, I was on my own time and that was it. And I am somebody who thrives on schedules and making sure things are always aligned and you know, I mean, I'm a Virgo. I'm an Enneagram three. I am type A, AF, right? So, you know, having a plan is something that I value, but when you kind of transition from having a strategic plan to being your own business owner, things can change because nobody is, is holding you accountable except for you. And that can definitely be challenging to adapt to. So, I'm going to share some tips with you that will really set the tone for your day, your business, your week, your month, your quarter, and your year. Because if you are listening to this, I already know you are trying to build your business and scale your business and make more money and impact more lives, right? And we have to do that when our backend systems are flawless and running like a well-oiled machine. So if you are feeling overwhelmed, then this is the perfect podcast for you. So I'm going to break down a few big ideas and big tips and kind of show you in a few different ways what works for me. And also we're all different, right? Like for example, think back to, to school when you were, I don't know, maybe in like high school studying for a test or even college. And some people 
would use highlighters and post-it notes and color code things. Other people would say things out loud. Some people would write things down, right? We all have a different way of learning. And so even though I'm sharing what works for me, I will be including tips along the way that could also work for you. The first thing I wanna talk about, if you follow me for a long time, you know that I am a fan of batching my days. Batching days saves lives, I'm telling you guys. So what do I mean by batching my days? Each day, I have a main focus of a task. So for example, I'm not doing client check-ins every day. I'm not doing calls every day. There are certain days of the week where my call calendar is totally closed. I am not taking calls. I am not making calls. It is just literally focusing on me. So batching similar tasks together versus having like random to-do lists. That's my point here. So if you're waking up every day and you're thinking, okay, I'm going to, you know, mess with this podcast. I'm going to write a few captions and uh, I'll I'll email some people. And then tomorrow I'm going to kind of, oh, I'll finish up the podcast and I'll do some more check-ins and I will program some people, right? It's always like a random crapshoot. And I it it was so interesting because when I first started my business and when I had maybe a few clients, like, you know, five to 10 or even 15 clients, you have a lot of free time, right? And so one thing I hear from coaches pretty often is saying things like, well, what am I, what do I do? I'm not doing enough. And it's like, well, you know, when you only have 10 to 15 or even 20 clients, that's not a full roster yet. So you are going to feel like you have a little more time. However, what I want to encourage you is to not always feel pressured to fill that time because we are so programmed to think that we need to be working a nine to five, right? And if we're not working all the way until five o'clock or six o'clock, we are not doing enough. But remember the reason you started your business was to have more freedom in your schedule, have more flexibility in your schedule. So these are all things to keep in mind. So your brain, when it switches between tabs less frequently, you're going to be more productive. So if you are constantly switching back and forth between call mode, check-in mode, writing mode, all of that, that can take up to 20 minutes, okay? And I don't know about you guys, but I don't like wasting time. So nobody is surprised listening to this podcast. Think about whenever you are really in the zone and you look up at the clock and you're like, wow, a few hours have gone by, right? Like you've all, we've all been there in that one state of mind where we are just in our zone of genius, in your flow, whatever you want to refer to it as. So it takes about half an hour to even get into our flow or our zone of genius, which is why I encourage you, if you are constantly switching back and forth between tasks, it's going to make it nearly impossible to get in your flow and and stay there, right? So I'm gonna tell you how I batch my days. And again, this is going to be different for everybody. So I right now work five hours, excuse me, let's be honest, I work more than five hours a day. I work five days a week is what I was trying to say. So day one, typically, you know, Mondays, I do my content days. That is when I am planning content. That is when I am writing content. I really, really love having a slower start to the week. I am somebody that used to get like that Sunday scary kind of feeling, right? And so I used to have my fitness client check-ins on Monday and I would have so much anxiety before bed because I knew I was gonna wake up, 
to an inbox with 40 to 50 to 60 at my, at the peak of my fitness coaching, I had 70 clients and it felt like so many, I was doing so many check-ins and I would just get so much anxiety about it. And then you guys have seen the transition, but you know, now that I am both business coaching and fitness coaching, I have a much more manageable roster and it just feels, you know, just so much better. So I do check-ins just one day a week now, but I do it on Tuesday because like I said, I like to wake up and for me, content is fun. I love writing. I am a great writer. That is again, probably because I was a journalist. So, you know, writing to me is really fun. So that is when I do all of that, not to mention I manage two Instagrams. So I have my tailored training Instagram for my fitness clients, and then I have my personal Instagram for my business coaching and my business in general. And then I have, you know, email marketing, or maybe I'm editing a sales page or tweaking something, whatever. So that's just really my content day. And depending on if I have like a program going on at the time, I may open up my call calendar for like two hours at the end of the day, for example, like fitness coach academy sales calls or something like that. But generally speaking, Mondays are pretty much like for me, I'm not on the phone. Tuesdays is totally dedicated to fitness. I open up some spots for my fitness clients if they want to chat with me. I have fitness coaching check-ins all day and it is just all about fitness. And then Wednesday, I do project days. So that is when I will work on any kind of projects. If I'm planning a masterclass, if I am um, working on Fitness Coach Academy stuff or Six Figure Fitness Coach or just anything that I need to do that's like a project-based item. Thursdays are all for my private business clients. My VIP top-level clients, those are the ones that are basically scaling to multiple six figures and seven figure businesses. And they get multiple private calls with me a month. That's the only type of person or excuse me, type of client rather that is going to get multiple private calls with me per month. So that does take a lot of time and that does take a lot of my energy. So all of Thursday is literally just my private clients. And that is just 45 minute Zoom calls back to back. And I am literally on Zoom from like 9 a.m. until 7 p.m. So that to me is, you know, I when my brain is in business mode, I cannot switch back and forth. And if I am going, you know, if I'm giving like, you know, business advice all day, I'm not going to be able to, number one, really have time for anything else. And also I... I'm not going to do sales calls that day or something like that. Right. I think that everybody tries to like open up their calendar too much. And that is a mistake that I see very, very often. Now, Fridays are kind of weird and they just change. Sometimes Fridays are a half day. Sometimes Fridays are a appointment day for me. Sometimes Fridays are a planning or loose end kind of a day. And most often I do podcast recordings on Fridays. Typically Fridays are light. Typically I don't really plan any calls on Friday again. So like kind of like you've seen, you know, I I pace my week out. I like to start it slow and I like to end it slow. I don't like to have um, heavy workloads on Friday, but after my Thursday with so many calls, I don't like to do any calls on Friday. That just makes me happier. And I think that the key here is to remember what's going to work for you is going to be different than what works for me. However, batching your days is something that universally is going to work for everybody. When I was first starting my business, I felt like I should be working seven days a week. I think that we 
I will be the first one to say, you know, I almost operated in a scarcity mindset when I started because I went from having a very stable job and a stable income to pretty much nothing, right? So I think that we're always thinking about, oh God, if I'm not working, I'm not going to get clients. If I'm not working, I'm going to lose clients. If I'm not working, you know, all of those like what if statements and those hypotheticals, which are not backed by evidence, they are just anxiety talking to us. And so I'm going to encourage you instead of trying to cram things into seven days a week and make yourself feel like you have more of a to-do list than you do, perhaps work three or four days a week efficiently and see how that feels. So again, batching days is my first step to getting everything done. All right. So the next thing I want to talk about is setting weekly deadlines. Whenever I am starting my week and my day, to be honest, I create a list of non-negotiables. Running to-do lists, they just don't work. Why? Because we are always adding more and more and more and more and more and more. If you told me to write a to-do list today, I could put so many things on there and realistically, none of them need to get done by tomorrow. Most of them would probably not need to get done by tomorrow. So I like to create several non-negotiables for the week. Like what do I absolutely have to get done? Like it has to be done. There is no if, ands, or buts, or exceptions has to get done. And then I create a list of what would I like to get done? And then I have kind of like a, don't forget about these things in the background, right? Like if I have more time, I can get to that, but I don't need to get to that. I think that we're in such a habit of creating one big list and checking everything off, but that was leaving me feeling very unfulfilled and very burned out because I was getting ahead, sure, but I was so exhausted. And then I wasn't even enjoying the fact that I created my own business and created my own freedom because I felt like I was a slave to my job, right? So setting weekly deadlines is super helpful. Now, aside from weekly deadlines, I'm going to encourage you to also set yearly goals, okay? So I set yearly goals. I set quarterly goals. I set monthly goals. I set weekly goals. I set daily goals. There are a lot of goals. There's a lot of goal setting happening in my business because we have to operate from a macro and micro lens. If you are constantly operating in a micro lens, it is going to be very, very, very hard to figure out what the big picture looks like. And that kind of, this kind of ties into my next point, but that's the rule of three. So I create three things I need to get done every single day, like the top three, every single day, my non-negotiables for the day, the week, the month, the quarter, right? And that's what I was saying, the macro and micro lens. Along with this method, I also am going to encourage you to think about something called the three, three, one method, which is basically coming up with three things you need to do, three ways you're going to do it, and then one thing that could be holding you back. Now, that does take a lot of like mindset. That does take a lot of planning. I will say, you know, I'm not affiliated with this journal by any means, but I do use something called Ignited Life Planner. Ignited Life Planner. I'm looking at it right now because I really love it. So this is basically... Um, it's just a planner, but I love it because there's no dates in it. So you can actually start it whenever you want. You don't have to. And sometimes I don't know about you guys, but like I have a written planner and then I live and die by my freaking Google calendar. However, I like to write things down. I've always been like that. And 
sometimes I don't really need to write much stuff down. Like sometimes I have kind of, you know, tame weeks and sometimes I have a ton of appointments. So like there are certain weeks that I'll skip it in here, which I like because then I don't need to like worry that I missed a date in the calendar because again, you get to create your own dates, but I'm looking at this right now. So basically there are action steps due every week and it breaks it down into work, financial, family, relationships, personal, and then health. And then every morning I write what I'm thankful for and today's focus. Like it literally has that in here. You put what you're thankful for, the focus of the day. And at the end of the day, you have today's wins and learnings. And that is really important and kind of cool to go back and look at. And then at the top of every week, there's like a quote. So I'll just kind of like, I don't know, I'll just pick one randomly. Um, actually, I'm not going to because I picked a cheesy one. I feel like a fortune cookie right now. <laughs> so. Some quotes are kind of cheesy, some are cool, but my point is I love it. And then it breaks it up every few pages. There is a bullet page for like bullet journaling. I don't really do that because I'm not, I'm creative, but I don't draw. Like I'm not a doodler, but I will say I only have like one more page of this planner and I need to buy a new one. So I really love it. I've had it for a year. I think it's awesome. Um, and then at the very beginning of the planner, it has, you know, your one year goals, all of that. So pretty, pretty cool. I love this stuff. Um, I'm looking at my goals that I wrote back forever and it's kind of cute. Um, start a podcast. That's so nice. <laughs> this is from like the, this is like, I think 2019 it goes back to. So Anyway, this is a really cool thing. So Ignited Planner, I get mine on Amazon. If you are looking, oh, and it's like $25, okay? Like I've had all of the plum whatevers and like the Lily planners and like, I don't know. There's like another one that everybody loves that I'm forgetting about. But either way, I really, really, really love writing my shit down. So do that. And there's nothing better than a really nice new felt tip pen. Ugh. You guys, I freaking love stationary things. So anyway, that is my tip for you. Get a nice planner and figure that out. One that breaks it down for you, right? Like one where you can actually write down your goals and figure that out. Okay. So the next thing I want to talk about that's really helped me is brain dumping. Oh my goodness. So I was always so anxious that I would forget stuff and without structure, it was like a legit mess. So like, let me just paint the picture for you. So I'm going to bed, right? I'm laying in bed. I'm all nestled in. I'm feeling good. And then all of a sudden it comes rushing in. Oh my God, call this person. Don't forget that. Don't forget this. Do this, do that, do that. And you're like, oh no, it is coming in. Right. And so what would I do? I would maybe get some stuff done. I would forget some other stuff. I would, I just, it was, it was chaotic in my head and that's how my brain works. So my brain has always worked. So I would forget stuff, like I said. So what I started doing was I needed to come up with a way to brain dump, okay? So one thing that I use is Asana. Asana is absolutely amazing. And this is something that my online business manager showed me. Um, love Asana. So you can basically create projects, tasks, whatever, and you can assign things to you on due dates, right? So every day and every week, it'll say like, here are your weekly to-dos. Here's your daily to-dos. Don't forget this is due, right? And then if you have other team members like a VA or assistant coaches or whatever, you can create certain projects that like only they can see and they can contribute to. And then you can collectively work together and create those projects or assign things. So for example, if I need 
uh, my OBM to do something, I will assign it and she will see that and she will do it. So it's very, very, very helpful. But this is also helpful without a team member. Like I said, if you are looking for a better way to organize your Instagram captions, if you are in the middle of creating a group course, right? Or a launch and you need to assign, get my emails done by this day, get my landing page done by this day, right? Or if you are tracking leads, lead tracking is so easy in Asana. What do I mean by that? If you've got some warm leads, put them in. Hot leads, put them in. If you, uh, I have mine where it's also linked to my application, in which case when somebody applies to work with me, it pops it in Asana and then I can see who applied and I can kind of keep tabs on like how many sales calls I'm closing if I want to kind of, you know, look at that, like my close rate. So that's really helpful. Oh, and Asana is also free. They have a paid version. I don't use it. I save money where I can and I have the paid or excuse me, the free version of Asana. So there's another one called ClickUp. I have never used ClickUp, but I do know that some people love ClickUp as well. Anyway, I use Asana, A-S-A-N-A. Absolutely love it. And then the second thing I do, which is really simple, is I have a running brain dump note on my phone. So before I go to bed every night, I open up this brain dump and I just, I literally do that. I do what I said. I just freaking brain dump and I get everything out on my, on my notes. And, um, that really helps me. And then the next morning when I get to my desk, I can organize it. That has saved me a lot of times because sometimes things just pop up and you need to write them or type them out. And then the other thing that I do is I, I Voxer message Jenna, my OBM all the time, right? So we, we communicate via Voxer and we are constantly sending things to each other. And there are times where I'm on the go. I don't have time to do anything or put something in a sauna. She is literally my right hand woman. I will send her a Voxer message or type it out and she will like make sure that it's done. Um, for example, I if a client's payment didn't go through and I don't have time to get to it, I will just say, hey, can you check on Kayla's payment, you know, or whatever. And then like she'll put it in and have it done. Hey, don't forget to add X, Y, and Z to my calendar. She'll get it done. So that's really, really helpful. If you are somebody who is making 5K or more and don't have an assistant, I am going to gently shake you and say, please get one because having an assistant has helped me with productivity tremendously. And the ROI has been endless. So I chose to pick somebody who is more of an online business manager slash VA because I wanted kind of a, I just wanted a more advanced person who was going to be basically a business partner with me and somebody who was going to be invested in my business. And I lucked out. I found the best person and she has been absolutely amazing. We've only been working together for about five months, but to be honest, like I could not imagine running my business at this point without her. And I waited so long to hire a VA. Now I have an entire podcast on when you should hire a VA, why you should hire, how much they cost, all of that, where to find one. So go listen to that. If you are curious about that kind of, you know, topic, but I will say I've had so much more time to just focus on my clients, right? So that is something to look into if you are feeling overwhelmed. Now, if you are just starting out your business, obviously there's no need for a VA, but brain dumping in a sauna is going to be a really, really good place to start. This podcast is sponsored by Six Figure Fitness Coach. That's my signature high touch mastermind where I'll help you scale to your first six figure year. 
You'll have me as your mentor and coach for six months, giving you a proven strategy to scale your business and create massive impact while doing it. So think you're ready to level up? Sounds like it if you're listening to this podcast. So click the link in the show notes to learn more and apply. Oh, and did I mention how selective it is? There's only five people who get to work with me at this level. So run, don't walk. And remember, what got you here won't get you there. Now back to the podcast. So I have a few kind of like random tips as well. So something that I would encourage you to do is to track your time. And I've talked about this before, but... If you are struggling with productivity and maybe you don't know, there's two scenarios. If you are very, very new and you're feeling overwhelmed, or if you are 5K to 10K months overwhelmed, but you're like, oh my God, I'm just doing everything. I'm going to encourage you to do a task management, like kind of brain dump. So what I would encourage you to do is called automate, delegate, delete, okay? This is what I have my clients do. This is what I do myself before I bring on a new team member or anything like that. So what you're going to do is it's going to be very, very tedious, but I want you to track every single thing you do for an entire day that's related to your business. I don't need to know that you like had coffee. Okay. But like track everything you do for an entire day. Okay. After you do that, I want you to move all of those tasks into categories. Okay. Automate delegate, delete. So what can be automated? Like what can we streamline? What can we delegate to somebody else? And what can we delete and just get rid of? Right. And that's going to create more time for you. It's going to make it very clear if it's time to hire somebody. And you're also going to see, are you wasting a lot of time? Sometimes we think we're really busy and then we're getting nothing done. Right. So remember that something else that really helps me Go outside and get some fresh air. Literally, I plan in my Google Calendar when I eat lunch and when I take a break because I it's so easy for me to sit in my chair and to just work straight through the day. I love what I do, right? Like, and I'm sure you guys do as well. And so taking a break sometimes, you just forget about it. So take some time and go outside. As somebody who is a fitness coach, Wellness is really, really important to me. And if you are inside all day and not getting any vitamin D or any fresh air or any sunlight, that is so bad for your mental health, your physical health. Uh, Hello, vitamin D deficiencies, right? Especially if you're somebody like me that's living in the Midwest, like I'm in Ohio right now. Um, I'm a Texan in Ohio and I'm like, where's the sun? So definitely, definitely do that. We are also a lot more productive once we've had that burst of energy because vitamin D literally just like naturally recharges us and it can be a five minute walk. That's it. I recommend after you eat to go outside for five to 10 minutes and walk and just that'll help with your digestion and all of those things. So that is what I would encourage you to do. And then obviously alongside with that, right, going outside, I will encourage you guys to make sure that you are getting some kind of exercise or movement in. Now, most of you guys listening are probably fitness coaches, so I'm not really worried about that. But it is easy to get really stressed and overwhelmed and neglect certain things like that, right? Like you're taking care of your clients, but are you taking care of you? You're taking care of your family, but are you taking care of you? And in terms of exercise, like self-care as well, guys, Put in time for self-care. 
we have to make sure that to be our most productive selves, we are also acting like the higher version of ourselves. Okay. So there's two kinds of mindsets and I could go on and on about this and I, I, I won't in this podcast, but the scarcity mindset and the abundant mindset, right? And there is a reason that coaches making 5k a month typically work a lot more than coaches making like 50k a month. It's not because they're doing something better or whatever. It's because they've invested more money to get more time back. Oftentimes new coaches are very afraid to invest money, right? They're afraid because they're like, I don't have much money, which is, which is thinking in a poor mindset, in a scarcity mindset. If I spend this money, it won't come back, right? I get that. I've been there. But one of the ways that I was able to scale my business to half a million dollars in year two is literally investing. I've invested more than $60,000, $70,000 in coaches and mentors, and it's come back a million times after, right? My very first investment was $3,000. I was laid off and I spent $3,000. So I would have someone to show me like what I should do for automations, payment systems, all of that kind of stuff, because I didn't know. And that right there propelled me to 5k months within two months. So my point is when you bet on yourself and you go all in and you have an abundant mindset, abundance comes to you. Wealth comes to you. When you constantly act in scarcity, you're going to stay there. Like end of story. It's it's like when you tell yourself you can't do something. If you say you can't, you can't. And if you say you will, you will. Right? It's it's the power of your mindset is so important. And that was a tangent that I think honestly worked works very, very well with, with um, productivity. Another thing to keep in mind is creating boundaries for yourself, right? We oftentimes operate in that faulty way where we are just working all the time. So set hours, even though you work from your home, set hours, take vacations. If your business cannot run without you, that is a problem that needs to be addressed. Now, yes, I get it. You have to do your check-ins, right? But payments should be automated. Links should be automated. Systems should be automated. Like you should be able to take a vacation for sure. So setting healthy boundaries is very, 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 very important. Okay. And then lastly, I would say, do what works for you. We've been talking about this all podcast, but for example, I am somebody that is way more productive in the morning. Okay. If I am working after like five o'clock, to be honest, my brain is, is just not there. If it happens to be a call, that's one thing, but like, I, I will not ever be writing content at five o'clock it just is not a thing. Even in college, I would get up at six o'clock on the weekends and start studying. I know that sounds crazy, but my prime time of working is from like 8 a.m. to noon. That is like my prime. I will get so much done, really like 7 a.m. if I'm up. So do what works for you. With that being said, I'm not somebody that has some frou-frou long morning routine. Okay. I remember when that was like a very popular thing. Um, maybe you guys remember this too, but like, you know, people would show their morning routines and they would be showing like 
doing yoga and meditating and lighting a candle and then taking a 20 minute walk. I'm like, look, I don't have time for an hour and a half morning routine. So what I will say though, is the way you start your day sets the tone. So when I do wake up, I don't grab my phone immediately. Wake up and just wake up. When you wake up and check your phone, it puts you in a reactive mood and mindset for the rest of the day. Okay. And you don't want to operate in a reactive state of mind always. So that is going to be very, very critical. Same thing when you go to bed, put your phone away 30 minutes before you go to bed. It's hard. Trust me. I'm not perfect at this. I'm also scrolling on my phone late at night, but being productive means getting good quality sleep. And you want to make sure that you are respecting the body's natural circadian rhythm as best as you can. And if you are on your phone until you go to bed, even in bed, that is setting you up for disrupted sleep, right? And what happens when we disrupt our sleep? We are groggy. We are fatigued. We can possibly gain some weight. Like there are a lot of things that don't go according to plan when sleep is impacted. So productivity hack, which is should be a no-brainer, but making sure that you are getting eight hours of sleep. So, so important. Okay. So again, just to kind of summarize what we talked about, batching your days, setting weekly deadlines, setting yearly deadlines, brain dumping, and then doing what works for you. Okay. So I will see you guys next time. I want to give you a virtual high five for finishing another episode of the tailored living podcast. If you're looking for a community of badass go-getters to bounce ideas and answer questions, join my exclusive goal-getter community on Facebook. The link's waiting for you on Instagram. Until next time, bye y'all.